This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Vendis, joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. It is our final show of this week, and really our first one. I don't know what happened yesterday, um, but we had fun, and I will tell you what's coming up because of yesterday. So a big show coming up today, though, in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are going to be joined by the mop Trevor Funseth. Now, since you and I last spoke on Thursday, we know about the championship, and then we found out about the cheating allegations against the boys from Montana State. And we'll get the update from Trevor. They are still national champs. And uh, that's coming up. We're also going to check in with UM Western, or Montana Western, Sports Information Director Casey Parrott. So that's all coming up. And uh, much more today. Now, yesterday, oh, by the way, you can watch on Facebook and uh, Twitter, also on uh, YouTube. You can listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, and TreasureStateRadio.com. And as I said, it's the final show before Christmas. We will do two shows next week. Uh, it'll be, they're going to be fun. So we've talked to Keith Ryan Cartwright before. He's a journalist, he's an author. And he's got a book coming out about the history of black cowboys. and But he's, over the course of his 30-plus year career, has interviewed some amazing people. Um, rodeo stars, PBR, uh, music, all sorts. Uh, and I thought it was going to be – I thought it would be cool to end the year on a positive. And so next Monday and Tuesday, we're going to run my interview with Keith. And, and it happened yesterday. That's – we actually were on the phone for about four hours, so I got to take four hours and edit it down to two. But uh, it'll be fun, and uh, it, it's well, it's it's just fun. If you enjoy great stories about people, including Betty White, um, just a ton, Greg Allman, and much much more. Charlie Pride, in fact, it's going to be worth your time on Monday and Tuesday. Now. They won't be live. We'll just put them up on our on our uh, on our website, jasonwalkershow.com, and also on the various platforms that we are on. So uh, that'll have, be how we end the year next year. But it'll be a good time. It's uh, I had a lot of fun with this interview yesterday. So looking forward to uh, talking, to, uh, letting you guys hear it. Our Montana COVID update: We are seeing numbers go down, which is great. 
556 new cases, reported 77,947 overall. Uh, 895 deaths, unfortunately, 253 in the hospital, and that's like half of what it was two weeks ago. 7,951 active, and that's 13,000 less. 69,101 have recovered, and uh, the leader still Yellowstone, 2,251 cases, 1,435 in uh, Cascade, and those are the only two in quadruple digits, Lewis and Clark, 999 active cases. But uh, that is it for that. So, um, speaking of COVID, Cascade Conference, because of COVID, will not have its conference championships in both men's and women's wrestling. They're supposed to be happening in February. The men were going to be at Northern, at Haver, and then Providence was going to have the women's tournament. They are not going to happen. Each school will get the opportunity to host in 2022, pending everything. Cascade Conference, in a statement, according to uh, Commissioner Robert Cashel, said, quote, With our large wrestling footprint covering Arizona, California, Oregon, and Montana, the prospect of successfully getting all teams to tournaments during a time when the COVID-19 pandemic is surging, Seemed very unrealistic, not in the best interest of health and safety. NAI has changed the qualification process for men's wrestling for the 2021 National Championship, which has afforded conferences the ability to identify representatives in an alternative manner, end quote. Cascade Conference gets 46 qualification slots to nationals, which is awesome. And there's a ton from Northern and Providence. So good on the men's side and especially on the women's side, too. Now, allotments reduced if certain teams opt out, like Embry-Riddle down in Phoenix area has opted out of the season, which is going to affect the number of allocations. So Cascade couldn't end up getting more. Uh, that's awesome that the, uh, the, the championships for the NAIA national championships will still go on. They're still scheduled, rather. Men in Park City, Kansas, the women in Jamestown, North Dakota. Uh, the first two weekends of March, men first weekend, women second weekend. But uh, hopefully they can get going. And the wrestling community, man, here's my thoughts. So we know about the double A superintendents that wanted to, they wrote a letter to the MHSA asking for uh, another couple of weeks, push the basketball or winter sports seasons back to really the end of January because of COVID and a lot of smaller schools are saying, yeah, you speak for yourselves, not for us. Basketball is going to be tough. I don't know how, and I have a lot of wrestling fans and parents and grandparents that listen to this show. I don't know how they're going to have a wrestling season in high school. Now I want it. Trust me but I don't know how it's going to happen. How do you, MHSA itself said you can wrestle for up to what? Three minutes, but don't shake hands. That's not going to happen. You can't shake hands. You can wrestle and grab each other and, and 
do what you do in wrestling. Just don't shake hands. Which seems out there, <laughs> in all honesty. How? You know, just how? That's a big thing. Speaking of uh, wrestling, congratulations to Tyson Teverge up in Northern, his 100th career victory over the uh, uh, this last week, which is pretty cool. And by the way, our auto contest performance of the week, since we didn't do a show yesterday, we're going to do it today. Uh, and I'll just tell you who it is right now. It's going to be the boys from Montana State as they won a national championship for the Bobcats uh, a week ago tomorrow when they beat Grand Canyon University. But more on that uh, coming up in about uh, five minutes with Trevor Funseth. The Mop will join us. Uh, a lot of kids are signing to go play in college athletics. That is awesome. Congratulations to uh, to you. Danny Wagner named the Frontier Conference Women's Basketball Player of the Week. Tex Taylor England named the Frontier Men's Player of the Week. Taylor England is so good. And I've talked about him since he was in high school. The kid is a stud. There is no question about that. And I absolutely love watching Taylor England play. And he's just gotten so much better. Like, each and every game he gets better. It's not year by year. It's game by game. And he's going to have a strong chance for player of the year. And I've been saying that since he was a freshman. Love Taylor England's game. He's just a stud. And uh, good luck to him. Still not a big fan of the color green, whether it's tack or rocky. But just doing what I can. We are going to talk with Casey Parrott from uh, UM Western coming up in about a half an hour. He will join us and uh, discuss what's going on down at Western. How is it different being an, an SID, Sports Information Director, in this time when there's really nothing to write about? You've got uh, certain things going. You got know, some basketball here and there, but you know, in and out, they got some games added for Western against Tech and Yellowstone Christian. But I want to know what it's like to be an SID and trying to trying to write stories, trying to do your job when really there's nothing to talk about. So we'll talk to uh, Casey Parrott coming up. But when we return here, Jason Walker Show, we are headed back to a national champion, Trevor Funseth. He's going to put those cheating rumors and, and everything behind us. He's going to tell us exactly what happened. He is going to explain the cheating and much more. Now that he's got a week to celebrate being a national champ, we'll check in with the mop when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center, and uh, as we always talk about, Montana State Law says your vehicle is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. And, and we ended, are ending the year now in 2020, and it was not a great summer for a multitude of reasons. Uh, one... Was it I got in a, I got in a wreck? I got T-boned. Young girl, bless her heart, blew through a stop sign going about forty, and just smoked my truck. I mean, it wasn't even. It, I thought it was totaled. But that's how good Capital Collision Center is. 
They estimated what it would cost to fix it. They nailed it, and I think they came in under budget, which wasn't my budget. It was her insurance. And speaking of, they handled her insurance. They dealt with I didn't have to do anything. I just had to say, here's my keys. They took care of everything at Capital Collision Center. I got it back about five weeks later, and it looks like I just drove it off the lot, like it was brand new. And the work that they did, the repair that Capital Collision Center did, they they put in the care. I mean, that's the bottom line. They care about making your vehicle part of their family. And they got it done, and it is beautiful, and have had no issues. That means you don't have to take it back after they fix it right the first time. Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back, the mop. Next, Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po' boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Santa continuing to hang out. He's you know he's got a couple of nights 
before the big night coming up Thursday. So he's, uh, we appreciate Santa been hanging out from the North Pole with us, uh, letting the L's do the work. But uh, he's been hanging out all December, and we appreciate uh, Santa. Finally got my tree turned on, too. And that tree was my daughter's namesake. So it would be her great, great grandmother, Winifred. But uh, that is my wife's grandpa's mother, and that is her old Christmas tree. So a little family history there. Speaking of family history, well, I don't know if there's a whole lot of family history. He's uh, the first national champion in the family. Uh, Trevor Funseth, the mop, joining us once again, Jason Walker Show. Six days removed, national champion. Has it sunk in yet? You know, we actually just got finished with our after party last night. I'm finally going to get some sleep. So you guys have been going nonstop since last Wednesday. Oh, yeah, it's been wild. (laughs) The mop joining us. All right. I had you on last Thursday, and then after you were on, I get this breaking news that Barstool Game Time says, "Uh uh-oh, we got some serious cheating allegations. Brought to you or brought to us by Grand Canyon. Explain exactly what the allegation was, Trevor. Right, so the allegation is there is a system in Call of Duty where if you do poorly, it matches you up against worse opponents. And if you do well in your next games, it'll match you up against other people that did well. So they try and make the good people face the good people and the bad people face the bad people. Okay. Well, the allegation is that we intentionally did bad before the tournament so that we would have worse opponents to face and we could win more games. Well, the allegations are completely true, and we admitted them the whole time, and we stand right next to them. We have, we have no shame in it either. We've been honest and open about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at the rule book very clearly, and we knew that this wasn't against the rules. We pulled a Bill Belichick. We outsmarted everyone, uh, and nobody really had a problem with it uh, until after we won. You know, People knew we were doing it the whole time, but it wasn't an issue until it was over. Oh, okay. So Ebates, Ethan down at GCU, made it sound because he was messaging me like um, basically his exact words were, quote, so they purposely kept killing themselves in game in order to lower their skill ranking. Uh, It's something that people don't know about in the algorithm. Some knew about it, uh, but it's something I would never do in a tournament. Barstool doesn't run gaming tournaments right. They're new to this. And... Uh, what else did he say? Um, they did not include that in their rules, which you mentioned, uh, because they don't know how – this was exact words. They don't know how – or they didn't know better, I'm sorry, and also assumed that someone wouldn't do it. Anyways, Montana State did this for three hours straight before the tournament to lower their ranking, which you admit, so that their games – and it's called reverse what? Reverse Reverse boosting. Boosting, Okay. So basically, you guys were just smarter than Grand Canyon University and literally every other team in the tournament. He's right. And yeah, I've said from the beginning, uh, even if he was a better raw player than I am, I outsmarted him. Uh, And yeah, if if it's a rule in a lot of other tournaments, you know, good for them. But I'm looking at the rule book of the tournament I'm currently playing in. If I'm playing college football, I'm not going to go read the NFL rule book to see what I got to do in this game. I'm going to read the college football rule book and do what I can to win. True. Uh, Trevor Funseth, the mop, joining us. Has it brought, okay, between 
Wednesday championship, and then Friday, I think, is when you responded, Friday or Saturday. But in between, was there some concern at all that there would be an asterisk next to this? I know Smitty from Barstool came out and, and, and cleared you guys, but he said there would be an asterisk. Right. So the good thing is our name has been cleared, uh, not only by Barstool, but actually uh, today on Twitter, Dave Portnoy, you know, the big kahuna at Barstool, took our side. Oh. So we, we, do, feel, we do feel vindicated. Uh, the, only, the only, you know, downside might be anyone that kind of saw the cheating allegation headline and that haven't stayed tuned. There's probably still some people out there that in the back of their minds like, oh, yeah, Montana State cheated and never saw the end of the story. So I hope we can get that cleared up with most people. But everybody who's actually following it uh, has been supportive and understands what's going on. So you issued an unbelievable, um, I guess, rebuttal to to Ethan or Ebates and um, sitting in the hot tub shirtless, which we're used to seeing you without a shirt now. Um, right. for the last couple of months, really, or the last month, really, um, sitting in your cowboy hat, you got sunglasses on, sitting in the hot tub, enjoying the uh, the weather in Great Falls, and basically, you said what? Yeah, I was still mid after party there, and I said, I said, listen, we didn't break a rule, and you can't break a rule that doesn't exist. So that's the end of the line. I'm not going to let Grand Canyon or anyone else on the internet take this championship away from the good people of Montana because they deserve it. Absolutely do. Um, you issued that that statement and rebuttal on the Twitter, and it blew up, and 99% of it was in your favor, correct? Yes, it went very well. See, and that's just awesome um, because people love the story. They love the Cinderella, and it, it just felt like, it felt like you're you're not you guys, but GCU is trying to just bring down your moment of glory. That's what it seems like. And, you know, to the fans, it really only helped us because it just made it look even more like, wow, these guys really took the time. They read the rules. They practiced. They did ever they wanted to win and they did everything they could to win this tournament. And they got it done, even though they weren't favorited. Um, so they were a four seed, correct? Yes. And you were the 14. Right. Um, so this reverse boosting, did this start before the tournament or was this week by week? Uh, that would be like a, a kind of week by week deal. So okay. it had been going on since the UNC matchup. Okay. Um, and how did you discover this and that it wasn't in the rules? Well, obviously you can see it's not yeah. in the rules, but how did, who, how did you know about this? Um, it's, you know, there's a lot of actually debate about whether it's not, it's real or not is the funny thing <laughs> uh, because the people that make the game actually say that this matchmaking system isn't even real and that it's just in people's heads. Uh, but a lot of people believe it's real. And so it's just an idea that me and my teammates had. And so we got the rule book out and I checked it. And then I said, you two check it and we're going to make very sure that we're not breaking a rule here, and if we're not, let's take every advantage we can try to give ourselves. So this is like a, it's like a, a gaming version of Spygate. You brought up Bill Belichick, <laughs> but, or deflating the footballs. Right. I mean, you deflated GCU's balls to the point where 
they had to whine about something that really doesn't exist possibly. Yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, if you compare them side by side, a lot of most people would agree Aaron Rodgers probably has the better raw talent as a quarterback, but one of them has six championships and the other has one. So at the end of the day, winners figure out a way to win. Well, you guys put in the extra work. I mean, the first time I talked to you, you said, look, we practice three hours every night, doesn't matter what night, and you guys got this done. And uh, I did reach out to Senator Steve Daines. I, I hope I hope you can hear this, but um, if you can't, I'll send it to you. But this is what Senator Daines had to say. Well, a big congratulations to three Montana State University Bobcats that won the Barstool Sports College Gaming Championship. So to Trevor, Braden, and Kyler, who are three CMR grads from Great Falls, congratulations. Did you get that? Yeah, that's great. He uh, he, and that's, he's he's behind. He said too on the show, he's he's ready to help get a banner hung up in the field house. That would be so good. That's the best shout out we've gotten so far. <laughs> um, Trevor Funts is joining us. The Mop National Champ from Montana State. Okay, so back to uh, Ebates also said from GCU that mm-hmm. this is the type of move that gets people banned from playing Call of Duty. I didn't know you could get banned from playing a video game. Is that true? Um, I'm not sure what he means by that. He probably means that it would get you banned from playing in other tournaments, like people running other tournaments would say, we don't want that in our tournament, so you can't play in it. Uh, But in response to that, uh, I have gotten more tournament invites than ever since this went down. (laughs) We are flooded with people asking us to compete in their tournaments and events and stuff. Which, when you and I talked last week, you are you can we say anything about January yet or no? Nothing specific, just that I'll be there. Okay. Now, Smitty said. So, I explain this to me. You had been offered a gig with Barstool, and then he was going to retract this last week. What happened? You know, more specifically, they offered me a spot on their team, like their gaming team, basically. Mm. Um, and they, what they're saying now is you got to earn that spot back, which, if we're being honest, is really just a way for them to get more entertainment <laughs> out of me because they're going to put me through various gaming competitions to prove myself worthy of their team. And, you know, at this point, i got to say, after carrying their tournament, on my back, I think maybe Smitty has to earn me back. I do not disagree with you. And it's not just because I've been on your side from day one, but I, uh, I do not disagree. I think Smitty needs to uh, issue, you, issue you guys an apology. I agree. I agree. Thank you. I think there should be an asterisk next to his name. Yeah, for even, for even slightly tainting our championship. <laughs> I should probably demand an apology video from him. I uh, I absolutely agree. I actually t- reached out to him and tried to get him on the show, but he saying, came up with some lame excuse of he's in some 24-hour live stream between today and tomorrow and couldn't do it. Right, He only, and he only does shows that are super supportive of him. Oh, so if I you know, call he, him out. He won't answer any hard-hitting questions. So he's, uh, he's kind of like Joe Biden in that respect. Um, yeah. Did I, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Uh, Trevor Funseth, the mop, joining us. All right, reaction around Great Falls. Have you been out and um, about for people have been like, dude, 
national champ. Yeah, I was at uh, I was at Great Clips, and I was at the Black Eagle Community Center. Everybody's super supportive. Some of them say, "What's this? What's this cheating thing?" And then, of course, I have to go through the big explanation every time. <laughs> but everybody's super cool. Uh, I was at Howard's Pizza, and some guy oh. was congratulating me, and you know, acted like he knew me, and I had no clue who the guy was. So I was like, "Yeah, thanks. Good to see you." <laughs> it's like on uh, the. Christmas with the Cranks, where uh, the old guy in the bar shows or in the wine <laughs> place. You know what I'm talking about? And shows up. Yeah, and, I do. Yeah, shows up at the house party. Um, yeah. The mop joining us. Okay. We talked last week. Have you played at all? Have you played a video game since last Wednesday night? I have not touched it. I I have been serious about trying to get some sort of break in. I'm still doing all the social media stuff and making videos and stuff, but at least on the gaming side, I'm giving myself a break here. Well, that is fantastic. Uh, I do have to ask, um, the cowboy hat. Yeah. Yours? Yeah. I mean, you, you wear it well. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty nice hat. It's a Stetson from North 40 in Great Falls. I Ooh. love it. Uh, you need to talk to them and get them on my show as an advertiser. See? Okay, I'll see you're, what I can do. Trevor, you're the one with the power. You're a freaking national champ, not me. Yeah, well, I got to start slinging advertisers for myself then too. <laughs> uh, I want, I want in. I want a spot on your shirt um, with my patch on it. Okay, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about that. that I absolutely want to make that happen. So the next time you're on uh, on camera, I mean, we got to get you some t-shirts that are easily tore, uh, tear away. And uh, put my patch on, because <laughs> yeah, they they come they come pre perforated so you can rip them off. Oh, I thought you were just that strong. Well, you know, I won't have any comment on how we did the t-shirt thing. <laughs> um, you told me the very first time we chatted, Trevor, that you were the worst player on of the of the group, and yet you're the one that really came through in the clutch a couple of weeks in a row, including in the championship. Yeah, that's still true. Uh, Ross, Gill, Ebates is better than me, and both my teammates are better than me. But I still stick by my claim that I'm the smartest player in the tournament. And these games are just as much, if not more, about strategy than they are about raw skill, just like you see in many professional sports. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a mental game as well, and that's where I thrive. And there's just, I don't know what it is about me and my team, but there's something in us that when it mattered most in the clutch moments, we always got it done, and the other teams didn't. Well, you know why. It's because you're Bobcats. Right, that makes sense, too. You guys don't choke in the big one. Yeah, the Bobcats hold. That's that's exactly right. Um, basically, what you did in figuring out this this reverse boosting deal and using it, the, the rules to your advantage, or lack thereof, is what Jeff Choate, and his timeout a couple of years ago in Missoula, the greatest timeout in football history, and maybe in sports yep. history. But that's essentially what you guys did was call a timeout and said, that play doesn't count. We're going all the way, and we're going to win this thing. Exactly, and I said in my hot tub video, any smart coach would have done the same way, so I'm confident that if Coach Choate was playing in the college gaming championship, he would have done pretty much exactly what we did. Because, you know, smart, competitive minds think alike. And really, Barstool should be thanking me because if they do not like this action, now I've brought it to their attention and they can add it to the rule book in the future. Yep. 
But, you know, you can't get somebody in trouble for what they've done before the rule was added. Absolutely. Um, what Call of Duty version is this? Uh, this is Modern Warfare Warzone. Okay. Is this like one of the original games or is this a new one? No, it's new. Okay. Uh, it's, it's been out since early this year. Do you play anything else? Uh, I used to play a lot of other things, but again, I was completely dedicated to being a national champion from the day we signed up for this. Uh, I metaphorically, you know, I did a little video where I retired from the other games that I play mm. to focus solely on this game. You know, if I'm practicing for a college basketball national championship, I'm not going to spend my free time practicing football. Oh my gosh, you are so full of cliche and coaching. It's fantastic. You should get into this. Can you is there a way that you guys can start coaching the next crew at Montana State and and how would you go about that? Um we're you know, there's there would have to be some sort of recognized Call of Duty club at Montana State and then if they could bring us in as coaches you know, even though Braden's about to graduate, maybe he can't play, but there can be an alumni coach. We would love to do that. Make Montana State a Call of Duty dynasty. Ooh, I like it. So you're 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 saying right now you're going for a repeat next year. Hundred percent, we'll be there. Perfect. Hey, man, I appreciate all the time. I cannot wait to talk to you uh, next year when you have the big news. Um, and by the way, I love Tom Wiley, but you're done with him. This we are you. you this. <laughs> Tom Wiley's got he can get video, but we get we get you out and about nationwide, man, man, even worldwide. This show this show really gets it. I will say that they understand the mop like other interviews haven't quite gotten it. See, and I mean, like I said, I love Tom to death. He's a great, great guy, and he does a great job at the TV station. But he can't he can't give you the platform that you deserve like this. Right, maybe I'm a little bigger than Great Falls local news. I think you are. I think so. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I mean, you've got Margot Robbie calling you for crying out loud. Come on, man. Yeah, we took care of that, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Do we have news? Well, you know, I just I got the impression that she only called me once we, you know, we're in the semifinals. I really got some gold digger vibes, oh. so I, I dismissed it. Wow, I like that. You are you know your worth and you're right. not going to settle for anything that doesn't accept you for who you are. Nobody'll take advantage of us. That's right. Um she hasn't been there from the beginning. Right. Um you could probably, you know, have a dinner or something though. Yeah, I mean maybe give her a chance. We'll see if the schedule clears up. There you go. Uh cuz you're going to be busy. Uh enjoy yeah. Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Stay safe. Keep those thumbs and, and trigger fingers away from everything. Keep them, you know, those are, we should insure those with Lloyd's of London, like, you know, the models used to do with their legs. <laughs> right. They insure your fingers and your hands. Yeah. I mean, we're talking millions here, Trevor. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should probably look into that. The face as well, the cowboy hat should all be covered. Can you imagine a, a, a mop shirt? Just like a caricature? <laughs> it would be something. You've already thought about it, haven't you? We, we, yeah, we've talked about it. Jason Walker Show presenting the mop t-shirt. I like it. See where we're going with this? It's a partnership. Yeah, I see. We're going yeah. to pay for some of this. So don't you freak out. Right. We're going to pay for some of this. We're going to make it happen.
Okay, um, well, I, I really appreciate you, you know, having our back for like five straight weeks now. Hey, I'm there. You are, uh, you're a national champ. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm better than Margot Robbie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's right. I was there before the semifinals. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, like exactly. I said, I appreciate all the, uh, the help, my friend, uh, and uh, you have a great Christmas and a happy new year and stay safe. Don't get the COVID and uh, keep us informed. So when the big news comes out next month, uh, we'll get it. Uh, we'll get it out there for you. All right, I will. Thank you very much, and happy holidays. That is uh, Trevor Funseth, the Mop, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. He's so fun, and he's. I love his sense of humor. I love the wit. It's it's like a it. It's like my my spirit animal almost. Um, the Mop, just that dry sense of humor, and he is he is awesome, and uh, appreciate him joining us. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm serious, though. I want to I want to get Jason Walker Show shirts with the mop and national champ caricature on it with the cowboy hat, the sunglasses, shirtless. I mean, let's just do it all. Probably got to run it through the uh, the financer or financier, uh, finan- whatever, the, my wife who handles the finances. But I think we can make this happen. I think we're going to do this. Plus, wouldn't it be cool just to have Jason Walker show shirts that we can give away too? Because you know what? We've done it a year, and they say the hardest thing to do in business is make it that through that first year. Guess what? We did it. We have great sponsors. We have unbelievable listeners and viewers, and we couldn't do this without any of them, and that includes you, and that includes our guests, and that includes Casey Parrott, Sports Information Director at UM Western. He will join us. When we come back, he'll tell us exactly what it's like to be an SID, a sports information director, when there's not a lot of sports to direct info about. Oh, man. No? How about this one? I like that. Okay. Um, The sound effect board. My daughter was playing with it today. She loved it. thought it was awesome. All right, so we'll talk to Casey when we come back. Casey Parrott down in uh, at UM Western, one of the best guys you'll ever meet in sports. And uh, also still to come on this day in history, it is the the last show of before Christmas. And we'll do a couple of next week, and then we'll get you set for the new year. It's going to be a lot of fun coming up in 2021, both on the show and uh, just in life, because things are going to start to get better um, January 6th. And January 20th are going to be two amazing days. You just watch and, and just watch. It's going to be so good. Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part by Auto Concepts. And, you know, you got a couple of days left, uh, ladies and or guys, to uh, get down to Auto Concepts. And gift certificates right now, huge, huge. Grill guards, there's deer and elk running all over. I hit a coyote in the summer. Got to have a grill guard. Uh, bed rugs, yep, awesome. Tonneau covers, yep, awesome. Gift certificates for Christmas, stocking stuffers. Think about that. You can, you can, it, the stuff that you can do at Auto Concept or they'll do after you buy it, amazing. I mean, we're talking from your car stereo, they'll, they'll, they'll fix you up and get you a better sound system, or they'll make sure you've got what you need to go into the backcountry. Get into Auto Concepts today. Well, they're going to close in about 20 minutes. Get in there tomorrow 
and get those gift certificates for your loved ones or for yourself. Nobody said you can't buy anything for yourself for Christmas. Get into Auto Concepts today. Jason Walker Show coming right back. We'll talk to Casey Parrott next. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Ah, uh, welcome back on a Tuesday. Final show before Christmas. My kid, well, one of the three. So we had my daughter here last week. 
drove up from uh, grad school. She's at Auburn going to grad school. And she came up and uh, hung out last week, so the 10th through the 17th. Of course, the little one's always here. And then uh, Bob, the Army dude, is uh, going to be here tonight through uh, the 1st. So looking forward to uh, getting getting him the boots in the house is what they say. Can't wait for that. Uh, on this day in history coming up and uh, much more still on the Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. But I want to welcome in our next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is the Sports Information Director at the University of Montana Western, also known as UM Western or Montana Western or Western or that school in Dillon. It is Casey Parrott. How are you? Good, Jason. How are you? You know, I'm just living the dream because, um, well, it's it's the last show of the week. And it's actually the first show of the week, but it's also the last show of the week. So it works out. That, that, I love those work weeks. Right. Um, how are you doing? We're doing good. It's uh, kind of a, a hopefully an easy week. And I say that with air quotes because. <laughs> Nothing is easy change. for you. No. Uh, by the time I get off the phone with you, I'll probably have three or four new schedule changes. So who knows? <laughs> uh, there was a couple, and this is why I decided to reach out to you today. Plus, it was just like, well, he's a cool dude, and I've never had him on the air, so I need to. Um, so Western Men added, is it a conference game with Tech? It is. It's a makeup from uh, December 12th and 13th. Okay. So oh, that was that opening weekend? It was, yeah. Okay. Um and then Yellowstone Christian, which they're just looking yeah. to get some experience. I mean, yeah, we had originally scheduled them for a uh, home and home back before COVID changed everything. So um, we just kind of made some changes that, hey, we can't make it to Billings. But if you guys can come here again, we'll play again. And I didn't. Said, yeah, I didn't know they played at home because I've literally only seen Yellowstone Christian College in everybody else's gyms except their own. Right. Uh, I think they play over in the, the Shrine Auditorium over there. I think so, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was going to have to make the trip anyway and staff the game, so uh, I'm glad I don't have to drive well, to make that trip. Exactly. So what are the dates of the games? 30th, I think, for Tech. Is that right? Yep. Okay. We're playing uh, Montana Tech on the 30th. That'll be conference opener for us. Um, and then come right back the next day. And play uh, Yellowstone Christian. How screwy is this season for you since <laughs> since March of last year? I mean, it goes all the way back yeah. because you're getting set for the national tournament in Billings. Yes. Yep. We. I had everything ready to go, making game notes, making arrangements, phone calls, going to work with the NAI again um, and help them with the tournament. And then just kind of the rug gets pulled out from underneath us and throw all that away and Hopefully, you know, just kind of in the back of your mind, hoping you still had a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, worked on some behind-the-scenes project. I spent several months working on a, a women's basketball uh, history project of Montana Western, mm. digging back to newspapers from back in the 60s and 70s. and um, Kind of put that on. That carried me through the summer. And, man, it's basically since August 14th when football reported and then, you know, the day after they reported the season got canceled, it's just been one day at a time, just trying not to plan, but having to plan and trying to get game workers and just everything all lined up logistically. It's just been 
I've been a nightmare. I I mean, I, I said it going into the break that, you know, you're a sports information director with no sports to direct information of. Right. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> it feels bad. Everybody's calling me, when we have a game, when we have a game. And I was like, well, I'll know more in a little bit. <laughs> and and I, I haven't really been releasing information because I didn't want 30 different versions of schedules floating out there. But I feel bad just kind of having radio silent at the same time. Yeah. Well, there's not much you can do. I mean, let's be honest. No. There's, you know, when, like today, you know, that was, well, right now we have games, but yep, that, that may change next week. Who knows? Oh, yeah. The, the guys get back from Christmas break on the 26th. They test on the 27th. So, you know, if someone tests positive, then those games are canceled and get rescheduled. Uh, and it's just, I mean, I, I can't imagine being – in your shoes or any SID shoes or across the country or, you know, anybody involved with teams, coaches, trainers, and, and I mean, just players. I just can't yeah. imagine it going through the not knowing phase. I mean, it's different for it, me it, because I can make stuff up as I go. I mean, I can talk <laughs> pop culture or politics, right. whatever, but if there's nothing for you guys, there's nothing to talk about. No. No, my uh, my athletic director always jokes every time, every night. He goes, "Well, well, no more tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> so he, when you leave at five o'clock, it's set until five a.m. tomorrow, and then we'll find out something yep. different. <laughs> There's um, been times uh, where I, I get home and I'll get a phone call and be like, "Well, that game tomorrow's canceled." Oh, jeez. Uh, well. <laughs> Well, okay. hey, at, at least you haven't been like the Carol women. You drive all the way out to Corvallis, Oregon to not play a game and then have to turn around the next day and drive all the way back. <laughs> that had to have sucked so bad. I oh. heard about that. I was like, oh, no. Well, and you guys have kind of dealt with that a little bit with College of Idaho back and forth because what they yep. got there and then you couldn't play, so then they had to leave, and then was it a couple weeks ago you guys ended up playing anyway. Yeah, so, so on the men's side um, – they came down for three games the weekend after Thanksgiving. They were going to play Montana Tech in our gym, and then they were going to play us Saturday, Sunday. And before Tech got back to Butte, they uh, one of their tests from one of their future D1 games came back. One one person tested positive, which meant they exposed College of Idaho. So College of Idaho was like, well, we don't want to expose you guys, so we're going home. Wow. <laughs> and so that was the thing. I got home after cleaning up the gym and, sanitizing everything because, you know, I'm not only sports information building manager, so yeah. it's just been kind of crazy. You get home and get a phone call, hey, the game tomorrow's canceled. So then all night texting you all your game workers, hey, we'll know more tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, unfortunately, I've, I've got a good game crew, game day crew, and they're really flexible and they understand. So, um, You guys were able – how are you – so two years ago when I still was employed um, – and not self-employed, you had moved the radio from the dungeon upstairs to yeah. courtside, yeah. which for a conference championship game is a little iffy, by the way. Um, yeah. When you have yeah. Western students, and we know that they probably have had a few uh, waters before a game. I'll say that. Oh, no, they wouldn't do that. Never. Um, Never. So <laughs> what are you doing with visiting radio this year? Are you back up? Are they back up in the, the dungeon up there? No. No, so they turned that uh, that that dungeon, which was just kind of, you know, the dust bunnies were, were you know, alive up there. 
to watch your back. Uh, we turned that into uh, an observation deck and an extension of our Hall of Fame room. Oh, so okay. instead of just having Hall of Fame members written down on a piece of paper somewhere, we've actually got a proper way to acknowledge those people. And hmm. um, it's kind of a you know pre-COVID days that was the the alumni area and maybe some drinks were served up there. Um, well, there was drinks served behind so. me, conference championship. Yes. Yeah. It was, yes. it was just coming out of a flask. I, I, <laughs> I, I remember you texting me during a timeout saying you got to do something about these students. <laughs> oh, dude, they were they were right on top of me. And it was great because, you know, it's a close game. It's Carroll, it's Western women. It's I mean, that's been a battle and for, yeah. you know, a couple years. And that was the year that the Western women go on to win the national championship. But Carroll won the frontier at Western's home yeah. floor. And yep. that was like what yep. the second win for Carol in like two weeks at Western. Um, yep. But they come yep. down. We only we only lost four games that year, and two of them were to Carol. Yeah, at home. <laughs> at home. Yeah. Because you you spanked them at at the PE center. Um, yeah. But you, <laughs> but you twice. But you come down, and the students are right there, and they're you know they're football players, and they're just students, oh, yeah. and they're bumping into the radio booth or the chair and I'm sitting there so I I may or may not have gone really excited for certain plays and throwing my <laughs> and arms took up the lead with and, a couple minutes left yeah 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 and, yeah and turning around to look at them you know maybe trying to I don't know maybe not give them the stare down yeah yeah, yeah. like a uh, former coach <laughs> of the men Steve Keller was really good at that I I love that story of coach Keller uh, I forget what year it might have been his last season here at Western, and he just he told me that he was just standing in front of you and just made his points for a couple possessions to just block your view. Yep, yep. And then finally he said, "All right, screw it, I got a coach." <laughs> that was that was a great game, um, and those were rivalry games too with him and Carson, yeah. and I mean, and the, and the guys on the floor that they respected each other. It was just you know it was good good basketball, but yeah. Um, the, my favorite story was when he, he yelled at me for 30 seconds and I couldn't hear anything, but the play was on at Carol's end and he's yelling at me with 12 minutes to go in the game. And I'm like, I think he's going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. And then we be, you know, we became tied after that. And, uh, yep. now he's, yep. a, he's a good friend of the show and, and I'm, you know, it's just funny how things work out sometimes, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, but Coach Larson's done a nice thing, a nice job down there, and uh, you know, yeah, getting... he's got a completely new team this year. I mean, yeah. it's only brought brought back two people from last year. So, and how is that for an SID? Because you, you plan on, you know, when you're putting together rosters at the beginning of the year, and you're thinking, all right, I can change one or two names, three maybe if they graduate or whatever. But I mean, thirteen out of fifteen or whatever gone right you're just well yeah. here's all just hit clear yeah basically yeah <laughs> clear it all we'll start over um it, it's kind of you know a lot of those guys graduated and moved on and uh still stay in touch with a couple of them but uh and that's kind of the cool thing about being sid at the, the small levels is you build relationships with your athletes and um so still still in touch with some of those kids and but, you know, it's exciting to bring in a lot of new faces and then, you know, Coach Larson trying to, to rebuild the program and seeing, you know, him get his kids in and, yep. and just the program and the and the style offense he's trying to run. It's, it's 
it's good. We're going to be uh, a lot better this year, I think. So he's allegedly going to have his – this will be his third year if yeah. we get a season. Yeah. Okay. If we get a season. We got one game. Right now we're uh, we're 1-0. So. Hey, if it ended right now, you're national champs. Um, right. Let's go. <laughs> and then Coach Woolley on the women's side, the only national champ in women's frontier history. Um, yep. He just reloads. Well, I mean, it's yeah. Well, oh, beside the D two for Northern. Beside right? the D two for Northern, we, yeah, we got to include those guys. But yeah, no, we don't really. <laughs> I mean, Fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Northern in, in what eighty three won the Division two national championship. It might have been 93. I thought it was 83. Was it 93? That's a good question. Now i got to look it up. Yeah, well, you're the SID, not me. Um, how much do you talk to the other SIDs around this, around the, the league? Uh, I stay we, – we, we stay in touch. Um, one of the kind of jokes is that uh, we all wear different colored polos, but we're all on the same team. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, just giving each other pointers um, – all the time, uh, I, we we've got a new camera system in, and I spent hours on the phone with Nick at Tech, and and then found out that Eric up there at, at uh, Carroll was putting the same camera system in. So I spent a lot of time on the phone with them, and then just kind of running ideas back back and forth. Um, I talk a lot with Stafford out at College of Idaho. Uh, he's he's helped me, and then uh, former conference member Elsie um, State Alicia Alexander. Um, she helps me out a lot with like graphic designs and stuff. So, you know, we, we stay in touch and, and kind of bounce ideas off each other and say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you, what do you think? What do you like? Should I back off or, you know, who's your favorite coach to work with at Western at Western? Yeah. Nobody's Ooh. listening. So it's okay. You can, Nobody, say, nobody's listening. You can say Norse. <laughs> They're, they've all, and I'm not, this is a blanket. I'm not trying to make this blanket. They've all been great to work yeah. with. No, they have. And that's, um, as a media guy, I love coaches yeah. that are nice and easy to work with. Yeah. And I, and I jumped in back October, 2016, um, not knowing anything, just jumped in and filled. They had an opening and kind of taught myself everything. And they've all been really gracious with me. And then, you know, getting better and better every year with more and more content that we're producing and, um, they're a lot of fun. You know, everybody's got their own personality quirks and kind of working with them. It's a lot of fun. I get out uh, get out during training camp and get to go run with, uh, with uh, Zitzer and the cross-country team. They'll take me on some of their training runs. And Why? Why would they, you do they, that to they, yourself? Well, you know, they run in the mountains, so I like <laughs> to get out and see some of those. It's, I'm always last. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> Most SIDs are. Um, yeah. You saw you yeah. saw the video of me and former SID at Carroll, Jarek Walcott, racing in the parking lot in Independence, Missouri. Oh yes, yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I I still was pulling away. I, I think I'm still pulling away now. Um, I love I, I love that video. It's so much fun. Coach Sayers wanted a a, a challenge, and I'm like, nope, because <laughs> she actually does stay in shape. Last year, I think it was at one of the the track meets in, in Helena. No, it wasn't last year. Whenever the last year we had track. <laughs> what, what year was that? <laughs> Whatever year that was. We, uh, myself, Eric, a um, couple other people were there. And I said, you know, we should just have an SID media 100-yard dash. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go out and make a fool of ourselves and see what happens. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. Um, 
I want to be involved in that. Okay. Because yeah. there's there's media guys all over the state that think, or well, yeah, media guys that really think that they're athletic and they're not. Yeah. Let's yeah. go for it. Let's yes. do it. Let's set that up after uh, AC in after COVID. In our dress COVID. shoes and khakis, right? Even better. Even better. Perfect. That's exactly it. Uh, how hard is it, Casey, to work with two different conferences? And and Western's not in the Cascade, but their football teams from the Cascade play, obviously, and, and we all know how that goes. But you still have to work yeah. with the Cascade uh, pretty closely. So how tough is it to really work with two different conferences? It, it isn't too bad. I think the biggest difference is um, – those Cascade schools use a different stat program than we do. Yeah. Um, and so just formatting that to get it back on into what you need is a little bit of work. But the SIDs over there, the conference, the Cascade's been good, um, great to work with. So th- it's not really too much of a challenge. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about them. So it, it's all good experiences. Well, and again, that's, you know, like I said earlier, as a media guy, you know, especially when I was doing games, it's it's always nice to talk to an SID and say, look, I need this coach, this coach, you know, like, hey, look, I need Coach mm-hmm. Norse this week yeah. for pregame, and, and it was done. Um, right. Although he never called me back in August. <laughs> and he's, I'm still pretty he's upset. He's probably a little that. upset he got his season canceled, so. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to play in the spring? That. I, I like to say it's still on the schedule, but it's going to be really hard. I mean, just from a player safety standpoint, I don't know how you can go and I think we got, we're scheduled to play Carroll up in Helena February 27th. Uh, I doubt that Nelson's going to be ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, even if we found a, an indoor arena to go play that game, if you're going to spend three weeks just playing, you know, pads and shorts in the gym, are you going to be ready to go hit and make tackles and yeah. stuff? But I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of prepping for games to just slowly start, you know, dropping, and we might play one or two in April or something. Yeah. I. But is that worth it? And I know you have to be careful with what you say, but is playing two games? I don't know. You know. I mean, I, I think a lot of the seniors have already said they wouldn't. You're just going to sit out. So it would be it'd be worth it to maybe play and you'd see some of your red shirts that would have, you know, sat out the season, get them some action. Yeah. Personally, I would love to see the games play, but I'd hate to see any injuries or, or anything, you know, just, I don't know. A um, couple it's of It's going to be just glorified scrimmages, spring <laughs> games, basically. Yeah. No, I, it, yeah, it's just you're, you're scrimmaging against another opponent, and it's not a yeah. counting game, basically. I just don't know right. how they can get it done. And Coach Jeff Choate down at MSU, a Western guy, um, yep. you know, he, he, he said that months ago was, look, we can survive a full year without college football, but we can't sacrifice fall of 21 to have spring and have a season right. and not know, you know, and I don't know. I, I, I agree with him. It, it's tough. It's a tough call because there's people that know more than me about this stuff and, and – Thank yeah. goodness for that, that I don't have to make decisions. I know there's there's still snow and the the wonderful field that we have down here. <laughs> the the I think uh, Foley called it the cow pasture one time is going to be even more like that come March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 
And if we have, if our field's still ice in March, I can only imagine what it's like oh. up in Haver. Oh, so, well, I'm looking forward to, see, snow and... to seeing that. <laughs> and the wind in Haver in February? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, it'd be kind of fun if we can pull it off, but I just hope we don't, you know, at, at what cost, you know, health-wise, looking forward. Was there a rumor I heard that, Possibly the first couple of weeks could have been played in Pocatello and, and uh, in Moscow. Yeah, I, I'd heard that rumor too. Um, I think the the Council of Presidents kind of voted that one down. That's a lot of money so, that schools don't have to travel, and then you have to probably pay to rent those facilities. Yeah, you'd have to pay to rent the facilities and and staff. And, and like we just said, we could go rent a facility up in Carroll. We could go try to rent that. Uh, that place down in Pocatello, but it's still where are we going to practice? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of indoor facilities in Montana. No, no, because um, there's a lot of coaches that would have been clamoring to find that. Well, you know, MSU's uh, you know re- redoing, building that new football complex. Maybe they could throw a retractable roof on it. Ooh, yeah. You know, um, I'm sure they've got some state funds somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> or a big donor. Yeah, uh, not like Dennis Washington, though. Um, <laughs> so, um, great question I had, and then it just, but you know how that goes. Yep, oh yeah. You do interviews all the time with student-athletes. Who is your yeah, favorite? Yeah, we stared Jimmy for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your, who's your favorite student-athlete that you've talked with and in, in interviewed at Western and done a story on? Not named Bree King. Not Ian Breaching or Jason Ferris. Oh, um, my gosh. Is, by the way, is he still with Carolina or did he get cut? Uh, he got cut. I think he was a victim of some of the uh, the COVID stuff and, oh, okay. you know, having a re- reduced roster and all that stuff. I keep telling him he needs to go to work on his long, long snapping skills again because the Vikings need a long snapper. So <laughs> You must be a little Vikings fan. Or maybe work on his kicking skills. I am a Vikings oh. fan, unfortunately, but well. – uh, yeah, season's usually over by uh, by September anyway. So, well, there, yeah. well, try being a Mets fan in baseball. It's April. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, they play in April. They're already mathematically eliminated. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, so not no, named uh, not named Jason Ferris, not named Bree King. Uh, so I did a story on Paul Helfrich. Um, he's out of uh, Gardner. Um, he was our long snapper um, for four years. And he he came in. And he's just a great guy. He's always got a smile on his face. The positive energy that, that emanates from him is just contagious. Um, and and he's a biology major, and he was doing some of the things that uh, that I studied when I was in school. Uh, and so we got to just kind of to geek out and nerd out a little bit about you know some some field trips that he's been on, and that that whole interview process is just was awesome getting to know him a little bit more. Um, and just, I, I, you know, tease him all the time because, you know, he'd, he'd be on the bench. And so whenever I got to be down the sideline, you know, he only got to play a few snaps a game, but we'd always, um, you know, just had a good relationship with Paul Helfrich on the football team. He was a lot of fun. Um, and then I think uh, X, um Ex-cross country runner Mindy Kaufman. Oh yeah, uh, she's the school's first first All American in that sport, and then she was an All American in track as well. So getting to know her and 
and trying to keep up with her when we go on some training runs and, and seeing her win that all American was, was pretty cool. You know, what's cool uh, is, is, you know, everybody always thinks about basketball, football and, yep. you know, yep. but it's those other sports that don't get all the media publicity that SIDs really do a great job covering because those are the ones you have to go out and work with. Um, you know, yep. basketball, we know who won a basketball. You can go to Dax, that you can go to whatever Twitter you can, you know, football, same thing. Nobody updates, you know, every two minutes on cross country or track or what, you know, rodeo yep. for that matter, you know, and, and right. Western's got a heck of a rodeo program. Um, yeah, we do. But it's almost as good as MSU's. Not quite, but almost. Um, We're almost there. But you're all, well, you're already better than Montana, so there you go. Um, <laughs> no, so, that's so what I got football to travel team. to all the meets for cross country this year, just trying cool. to, you know, they were the only sport going, so I was trying to give yeah. them the coverage. And, and, and I told them during our, our preseason meeting, I said, I don't know what it is. You know, a cross country runner can get an All-American. We can write a story. We can tweet about it. Um. But the story, it won't get as many likes as a loss in football. <laughs> yeah. Just a regular season game, regular season loss. It gets more clicks, more views than if a cross-country runner gets an All-American status. And it's, it's just crazy. So I try to treat all of our athletes equal, but try to try to bump up those, you know, the rodeo kids and the, and the cross-country kids a little bit more just to give them a little bit more publicity. Well, keep giving more publicity to Michaela Witter because she's done a pretty nice job down there. Um, yeah, on that rodeo yeah. squad. So, um, and I mean, good coaching staff. It's just I, I have a lot of respect for the rodeo squad down there. Um, what's your most favorite game since you've been at Western? And I think I know your answer. Not the national championship. Oh, favorite game. Let's let's just I'll narrow it down. Favorite football game that you've been in what four years? That it was probably the first win against Carroll. Uh, that they had had since 99. And it was my first season. I think it was a night game in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were up seven. Or it was a tie game. And uh, we got a fumble six with like two minutes left in the game. And the, the crowd went crazy. I remember my student worker uh, dropped a dropped an F-bomb <laughs> probably inches from your ear while you were on the air. So I'm sorry to your former employer about the, the fine they probably got. No, no, no there wasn't. Um, okay, good. But I no. just remember being so pumped up for that. We, you know, we finally beat you guys for the first time in you know, 15 games or whatever. Uh, uh, and just, you know, being my first year on the job, that was probably my favorite football game. That was a cold – it wasn't that cold. Um, Dylan had played a high school playoff game earlier in the day, and that's why he got bumped to a night game. Yeah, um, yep. The, the worst I – don't, I don't think you were there. Tw- my first game at Western, 2014, it was so hot and so windy, and we were outside. And, yeah, was that a 9-7 game? Um. Man, I don't. 2014. It, it, 2014, like a September game, it was hot. That's all I remember. And windy because the wind was coming from our back. And then, so we're right underneath the the loudspeaker. So we were to the left of the press box, right next door, or right outside. And okay. the loudspeaker from the PA announcer and then music <laughs> was so loud, our headset we had to use handheld mics. Um, we couldn't use our head yeah. our headsets. 
And it was just, oh, I was like, seriously, this is this is what I want to do for the rest, you know, well, for six years. I, I remember that game. I was outside. I was, it was before I started working at Western, but I was still helping out with game day. And I was like a sideline liaison. So I'm like in the far corner, well, you know, basically on the field, but as far away from the field as you can be. <laughs> right. And just, just being hot and waving. It was, too. The wind was the worst. Because I, I don't mind heat, but the wind. And then listening to the PA announcer, I was like, oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure he's a good dude. I don't know. but I remember, I remember my first year being SID. We hosted Rocky, and uh, the TV crew called us a couple days before the game and said, hey, we want to uh, broadcast the game. Well, that bumped visiting radio out, and I didn't have uh, uh, Bob Ritterod's number at the time. (laughs) And so he shows up to come do the game, and I was like, well, I can stick you outside, but I think it was November. It was (laughs) was cold. So he called the game from his truck where the ambulance is parked. Oh man! I remember running stats to him at halftime, being like, "I'm, I'm so sorry, Bob." Oh jeez, yeah. Um, so it wasn't 2014 because Carol only hosted Western that year, so it would have been, I guess, 15. 2015, yeah. It was uh, 10 to so nine. It was 10 to nine. Carol won. I remember right before halftime, we had first and goal from the one, and I think we had to settle for a field goal in that game. Yeah. If my uh, memory serves me correctly. Three Seth Mason field goals, 44, 19, and 30, and then Connor Phone from Mac Roach from 35 out in the third quarter uh, was the only – well, there's not a Carroll field goal in there. Somehow there was, but it's not It's not in Dak stats. Dak stats is funny like that. Oh, right? Western ran for uh, 390 total yards of offense. Ran for 297, is- held Carroll and Dustin Rinker to 30. Or no, it wasn't Rinker. Um, Dylan Green. Sam Rutherford's senior year? It was Rutherford, yeah. He went for uh, 29 and 185 on the ground. Long of 42. Wow. Yeah, and, we still uh, couldn't score a touchdown. Right, yeah. Um, Ferris, quarterback, 9 for 26, an interception, 93 yards. Roach went, Mac Roach went 15 of 29, and uh, an interception and a touch for 192. That was the game JT Linder got in, threw one pass for 34 yards. <laughs> yep. Dan, crazy looking back at that. Yeah, Connor Phone before he transferred out of football, um, 137 and a touchdown and on six catches in that game. Wow. Yeah. It's always crazy to look back at some of these older ones like Rutherford. I mean, how, those guys like Rutherford, um, Rinker, uh, who was up at uh, McKinley, uh, McKinney up at uh, Zach McKinley up at Northern. Um, he had the dude at Tech that was so good. Well, two of them. Um, you know who yeah, I'm talking about. I think that their next home game we played, yep. We played Rocky Mountain College a couple weeks later at home. Um, let's see, when was this? 2015. I was in the press box. I was spotting for stats. And we had the tenth of a second mode turned on the clock. Oh, no. And um, we were up 27-20 over Rocky. Rocky's driving. Um, and the guy goes out of bounds at the one-yard line. And our guys 
stops the clock with 0.3 seconds left, <laughs> giving essentially giving Rocky an untimed down. And I just remember we both looked at each other and we said, we probably should have let that go to zero. <laughs> and I remember Coach Good, defensive coordinator, looking up to the press box and mouthing, what the uh-huh. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Rocky scored on the next play and then went for two uh, and got stuffed, you know, with maybe less than an inch to go. Oh, man. And so Rocky almost stole a game from us. And after they missed that two-point conversion, me and the clock guy looked at each other and we're like, okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, explain that one because B.J. Robertson was still the coach then, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Um, yep, so the the next game we switched the clock to take it off tenth of a second mode. Good, good. <laughs> yep. We were like we're not running into that again. That was a heck of a drive though from Rocky to get close. It was thirteen plays, seventy five yards and win a minute forty three. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's using your that's two minute drive right there. That was pretty good. Should have been a twelve play drive, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um anyway. Uh, hey, man, I kept you later than I said I would, but I uh, appreciate oh, the time. No worries. Um, I'll have to get you back on once we uh, figure out what's going on in 2021. Yeah, January through through April looks uh, pretty busy if everything stays scheduled. Well, here's a question, too, that um, somebody brought up to me. I think it was Bob Ritterot down in, in Billings. With everything going on, and so allegedly going to go on from January to May, are there enough buses in the state? Because you have all the high schools playing, you yep. have the colleges playing. There's not. I don't. Where are you going to get buses? Right. It sounds like women's and men's basketball teams are going to have to ride separate buses. Oh no. Yeah. So budgets are just going to go out, and with no fans, what, you know, yeah. who knows when we're going to allow fans again? But just the the budgets are just shot right man, now. Man. I. Yep. And well, and then there's some. It just it is what it is. Yep. Well. Yeah, I'll leave it. Might at Might be sending the kids up to uh, sending the kids up to Tech and Carol in their own vehicles. Yeah, drive yourself. Don't get pulled over. <laughs> drive your, don't get pulled over. We'll see you there in a couple hours. Yep. Um, don't let them drive to Northern though. No, no. And by the way, if this happens, the Frontier is going to play back to back what Saturday Sundays. Why can't the Big Sky yeah. do back to back nights? Why do they have to have a day off in between? Nothing makes sense. <laughs> it's just we're just saying it's 2020. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, like like Coach Larson says, it's COVID. If it's COVID related, it's not going to make sense. <laughs> that is <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I've actually never talked with him, but it sounds like a smart dude. So, yeah, there you go. Yep. Uh, Casey Parrott, our guest, and uh, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Appreciate it, man. Have a merry Christmas and uh, keep you up too. the good work down there. How many times have you been? Uh, uh, SID in the conference of the year? Uh, twice, the last two years. So two out of three years. Two out of four. Two out of four. Two out of four. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, you know, the other years, you know, I had to deal with, with uh, the Jared Wolcott's of the world. So it's was kind of, right. yeah. Ego. A lot of <laughs> ego there. Uh, <laughs> Love Jared. Yeah. Well, someone has to. Uh, no, I, I kid. I kid. I just, I've roomed with him more than you, and so I can say that. Um, right, right, right. Anyway, take care, my friend. Have a great Christmas and a happy holiday, and uh, we will talk to you in 2021. Sounds great.
Thanks, Casey. Merry Christmas. Yep, you yep. too. That is uh, Casey Bye. Parrott joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And uh, what a great dude. Great, great dude down there at Montana Western. And, uh, yeah, he's got some great student-athletes and some great coaches uh, to work with. So, uh, fun stuff. All right. Big, big fun today. Had a lot of fun. Appreciate everybody uh, for sticking with us and uh, appreciate the last year. It's been uh, It's been fun. And we're going to do it again. This is the final show before Christmas. Now, remember, we're going to do two shows next week, but they're not going to be normal shows. Uh, Keith Ryan Cartwright, we're going to split up a couple of interviews that are a couple of segments that we did with him. And uh, just great stories about people we've interviewed over the years. And uh, he's got some fantastic ones. So we'll talk to him Monday, Tuesday next week. Uh, But for that, uh, we're off until then. Uh, let's see. Today is Date Nut Bread Day. It is Forefathers Day. Um, do you know how many paws a lion has? One. One paw, one ma. Pretty good, huh? Um, 1917. <laughs> On this date, the NHL's first official week of play. Three players would score hat tricks in the same game for the same team. Corb Denany, uh, Reg Noble, and Harry Meeking each scored hat trick for uh, Toronto Arenas in 11-4 win over the Ottawa Senators. 1974, Phil Esposito of Boston, the sixth NHLer to score 500 goals. 1990, Paul Coffey, the second NHL defenseman to record 1,000 points and did it in 770 games, a record. 1996, Brett Hall scored his 26th career hat trick to get to 500 career goals with father Bobby Hall, first father-son combo to reach a record 500 goals, or each record 500 goals. Uh, Birthday, Connie Mack, born on this date in 1862, the longtime uh, manager of Philadelphia. Uh, He has the most managerial wins, losses, and games managed in Major League Baseball history. 1949, Maurice and Robin Gibb were born of the Bee Gees. 1968, Dina Meyer was born. If you don't know Dina Meyer, IMDb her. She's in a ton of Lifetime movies, but she's one of my favorite actresses. Love some Dina Meyer. Ted Cruz, the senator, born on this date, 1970, in Calgary, Alberta. He's been a senator in Texas since 2013. So... For those people that talk about, like, um, Jersey Greg or Marilyn Matt, what about California Kathleen? Ted Cruz is Canadian, originally. Um, 1882, the first string of Christmas tree lights was created by Thomas Edison. 1882. 1958, the Chipmunk song reached number one. 1967, The Graduate, Dustin Hoffman and Bancroft released. 1989, Cold Wave, across the country. Ready for this? 1989 on this date. It was 6 below in Tulsa, 12 below in Pittsburgh, 18 below in Denver, 23 below in Kansas City, 42 below in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, 47 below at Hardin, Montana, and 60 below at Black Hills, South Dakota, on this date, in eight, uh, 1989, that uh, was it. Eight, yeah, 88, 89 
so cold. We lived in Manhattan, and I remember wind chills, 70, 80, 90 below zero. True story. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Trevor Funseth, the mop, always a pleasure to chat with, especially national champion. Come on. Casey Parrott, Sports Information Director at Montana Western, uh, joining us today. Appreciate it. And uh, appreciate you guys for uh, joining us over the last uh, 53 weeks or so, I think. Yeah, about that. Um, 52, no, four, 54 weeks. I don't know. We've been on the air a year and a couple of weeks. It's been fun. Don't forget, no shows the rest of this week. We're back on Monday and Tuesday with Keith Ryan Cartwright sharing great stories of famous people he's interviewed. You're going to want to stick around and join us for his Betty White story. Yeah. Um, good, good stuff. Lots of laughs, some emotion as well. That's Monday, Tuesday, jasonwalkershow.com only. And then we'll share it on everywhere else. If you miss anything, as always, jasonwalkershow.com. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. And, uh, Kwanzaa begins on Saturday as well. So, a couple of, uh, holidays. Be nice, be safe. Take care of each other and have a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you, well, in the new year for sure. But we'll also see you at JasonWalkerShow.com Monday and Tuesday next week. Merry Christmas. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.